Hey, it's Cassidy from the Green and Growing Education team. And one of the things that I love about Germinate is how it so closely mimics how we are in the classrooms when creating lessons for our students. When creating lessons, we're looking for high engagement. We're also looking for relevancy to the students' lives. Now with engagement, Germinate has a couple different options. So we have live panels where you can interact with speakers. We also have happy hours where you can chat and hang out. But then last but not least, we also have social media where you can go and ask questions for those that are speaking. But on the relevancy aspect, we want something that applies to students' lives when teaching a lesson. The same thing applies with Germinate. We're looking for PD that applies to being an ag teacher. And that's really what I love about Germinate because it's created by ag teachers for ag teachers. So take a moment and register for Germinate. Hey, ag teachers, Sarah here. And I was wondering if I could tell you a story. If I can tell you a story, keep on listening. If not, you can, you can skip to the next one. Just this past weekend, I traveled to Georgia for a conference, and I had two experiences that really helped me get past a stumbling block that I've been having this year, and I wanted to share that with you. So the first was at the BWI Airport. Uh, that is my home base now, the Baltimore, Washington, Thurgood Marshall International Airport, and I was waiting for my plane. It was pretty early in the morning, so of course I have to go to Starbucks and get a Starbucks. <laughs> and I go to Starbucks, I get in line, and the barista was so happy. I mean, like, so happy she was calling me, you know, like all those cute names. And then I got what I needed. I was getting myself, a, getting my friend a mug for letting me stay at her house, getting her a Maryland one. And then I was like, I want a coffee, but I don't know what to do. So she said, well, what do you like? And I was like, I don't like sweet stuff. And she was like, okay, well, you know, pumpkin's not that sweet. And I said, yeah, I know, but I just don't, I'm nervous about, you know, doing that. I want something hot. And she was like, you know what, honey, I will make it special for you, but I'm going to do it half the amount of of the sauces or syrups we get in there. And I was like, awesome. And I said, okay, I'll try it. And she gave it to me and she was like, here it is. Please try it. Let me know. And if you don't like it, I'll make you something else. Now, this barista doesn't get paid any more money than anybody else who has ever worked at Starbucks, you know, except for experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, she didn't get any more money because of me. Obviously, if you put a tip in there or tip, tip people, you do that, which I did, uh, it goes to everybody who's on the shift. I couldn't just say I wanted to give it to her. That was just her. That was just her personality. That was her going into her job and going above and beyond for the people that she was serving. And it wasn't just me. Uh, people in front of me and people behind me, I could see them smiling behind their masks or smizing because of the experience they had with her. And there were four other people working there who were not getting the same kind of reaction that she was, although they were being provided the same, you know, product that she was giving to everybody else. So that was experience number one. 
Experience number two was at the Atlanta airport as I was flying home. I didn't have a lot of time to get dinner, although it was at dinner time, so the lines were crazy. BT Dub, Sunday night is not the vibe to do a fast, you know, get a dinner or snack at the Atlanta airport. All of the lines were like 30 people long, so I was like, I'll just go to one of these little kiosks that have like sandwiches and sodas and something to push me over until I get home. So I went, I grabbed the stuff, and the lady was like, <laughs> she asked me, so, was this weekend about, you know, be, staying good or getting crazy? <laughs> and I was like, I was here for professional development, so I was staying good. And then so she asked another question, and somehow we got on to football. And she asked me, okay, well, who do you cheer for? And I said, well, for college, it's the Georgia Bulldogs, and for NFL, it's the Baltimore Ravens. She was like, okay, give me your top three NFL players of all time. I was like, okay. I was like, Shannon Sharp, he's old school uh, Ravens player. Matthew Stafford, because he went to UGA when I went to UGA. And then I was like, he doesn't play anymore, but his name is Jarvis Jones. And he used to play for the Steelers. Uh, but the reason I chose him is because he was a student when I taught at Georgia. And he was just so kind. And I really, he was a great student. And she's like, wow, I love that. We elbowed bumped. And it was just such a great experience. I mean, I, she got deep knowledge about me. She knew where I went to college, where I grew up, um, what I do for a living. Um, all in, I, I mean, probably a minute and a half. <laughs> a minute and a half. And those two experiences reminded me that your attitude changes everything around you. The way you show up in your job, the way you show up in the places you are, changes everything around you. You know, I could have had a fine experience, still gotten the same products, you know, my Starbucks, my cup, my little snack, my soda, and been on my day. And now I'm literally on a podcast where people across the nation are listening to it and talking about my experience because they made an impact on my life in just a few minutes of talking with me. And that's incredible when you think about the impact that you have in your classroom with the hours upon hours upon days upon weeks upon years that you have with your students. And I know, I understand this year is not easy. I was talking with some other um, ag teachers uh, or some other teachers this weekend, and I came to the realization that this year is supposed to be normal, but it's not. Everyone acts like we're back to normal, but in the education space, we're acting like it is, but we're not. <laughs> we're not. I know some of you are contact tracing. I know some of you still have to do social distancing and we're wearing masks and there's vaccine protocols and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we are still in a pandemic, yet the world is acting like we're back to normal. So I can understand and I also go into school with a little bit of stress because it's hard. Because it's hard. School is hard right now with all the things that we're just back to normal, but not back to normal. You know, your classes are full, 
you're doing everything on, you know, paper and all this kind of stuff, or maybe your experience is not the same as mine and yours is completely different based on the way that your school system has set up this year. And it's not easy coming to school and putting on a pretty face and, you know, trying to, trying to do our best. But what I want to remind us is that the attitude that we bring bleeds into the people around us. And it reminds me about um, the podcast we did a while back um, with the G&G team about marigolds. And marigolds, you guys know, you probably know more statistics and facts than I do, about how marigolds are beneficial plants. When you plant them, they help out everything around them. You know, they deter pests um, and just, you know, great for your vegetable garden, and they help elevate it. And plus, they're pretty, right? (laughs) They're pretty. Marigolds level up the environment that they're planted in. When there are other plants around marigolds, those other plants thrive because of the presence of that marigold. And these two people that I experienced at the airport, they were marigolds. They took their job, which, you know, I can imagine they have some disgruntled passengers and people with bad attitudes and all that kind of stuff, just like we see in education with students, that can damper your, damper your you know, demeanor. And it did not faze them one bit. And they treated me with kindness and grace and respect and it's like truly they only cared about me even though I know they were having conversations with the people before me and after me that were similar to what they had they made me feel comforted they made me feel cared for cared for they made me feel important they made me feel worthy of having a great conversation with someone and that's the kind of impact that we as teachers have with our students every single day and you know, if you're feeling like, Phew, that's a lot, that's, that's, that's a little bit too much, what I'd say to you is there's a way for you to just step it up a notch. Step it up a notch, and maybe that's standing at your door and saying hello and saying the names of every single student every day. Maybe it's re-adding what's good to your uh, routine in your classroom. You know, where you ask what's good before class starts. Today, I asked what's good just randomly, found out somebody got a dog, somebody got to visit their grandmas, and um, uh, somebody, I think, applied for a new job. Like, great, and now now I have that information about them that I can continue that conversation tomorrow and the next day and the next day as we continue to build our relationships. Maybe it's something like uh, having conversations with your kids. Today I just threw something out there that I've never done before, but we had a little extra time, and I knew all of my kids' grades were updated, so I was like, why don't I just check in with them? So the kids pulled up their grades, and I went up to them as everybody else was, like, working on work, and I was like, hey, let me see your grade. They showed it to me, and regardless of what their grade was, I was like, how does that make you feel? And I had kids with 108 in class because Ms. Nurswick gives extra credit, surprise extra credit. And I had kids with 80s in class. I had kids, you know, not doing well in class. But I still asked them the same question. And that question helped me direct how I was going to continue the conversation. 
You know, if a kid said, well, I don't feel too good, I was like, what can I do to help you feel better? And a kid might be like, okay, can I come to tutoring? Absolutely. Can I do this? Can I do that? Some kids had 95s and were like, man, I wish it was better. And I was like, okay, well, what can we do to, to bring that up? And they're like, well, I'm missing that one assignment. I was like, okay, well, tomorrow in class you're going to have time to do that. And I didn't come to, um, to check on them, to be like, hey, you're failing, that kind of stuff. My attitude changed the way that the conversation went just because I came with a calm, peaceful, and a positive attitude toward whatever they were feeling about their grades. I know that as a teacher, there are a lot of things on us. What we can do in just the way we talk and in a few minutes a day, we can change that environment and be a marigold for our kids because we don't know what's happening in their other classes. We might not know what's happening at home. We don't know what is in their backpack or in their bags that they're carrying with them every day. And if we can just light up a tiny, tiny bit, like my conversation about my favorite football players with the lady at the Atlanta airport or how cared for I felt by the lady at the BWI airport who made me a special pumpkin spice latte to make sure it wasn't too sweet. We can have that kind of impact on our students, and that's not unconsequential. That's something that can change the trajectory of a student's life because of the way you care for them. And I know if you're listening to this podcast, you are that kind of person, and I know that you can continue to do things to be a marigold in your classroom. So keep on pushing forward, keep on being positive, and keep on elevating the environment and the culture in your classroom with your positivity.